regularly. Cover your mouth and nose with a tissue when sneezing or coughing. Wear a mask and seek medical advice promptly if unwell. Fully cover your nose, mouth and chin with a mask. Visit chp.gov.hk to learn more. You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. Now, just a reminder, also on the budget, tomorrow morning it's your chance to put your questions directly to the Financial Secretary. Paul Chan will be in the Radio 3 studio with Hugh Chiverton and me from 8 to 9 o'clock. You can speak to him live by calling 2338 8266. That's our usual calling number, 2338 8266. That's the Financial Secretary live on Radio 3 tomorrow morning from 8 to 9. Let me give you an update finally this morning on the markets. Uh, a sea of red once again. The ASX 200 in Australia down a third of a percent. The Nikkei 225 has declined one and a quarter percent. In South Korea, the Cosby's off 0.4 percent. Looks like the Hang Seng is going to take another fall at the open this morning, around about 200 points. That's about 0.7%. In the commodities markets, Brent crude oil is slipping once again, trading at $53.42 a barrel. Gold is on the increase. It's at $1,645 an ounce. And the Japanese yen is trading at 110 and a third against the US dollar. Back chat coming up after the 8.30 news with Hugh Chiverton and Anna Fenton this morning. Let me give you an update on the weather forecast, mainly cloudy. One or two light rain and mist patches at first. Sunny intervals in the afternoon, maximum temperature of about 23 degrees. It's going to be mainly cloudy tomorrow, warm and humid in the following couple of days. And going to become cool progressively midweek next week. The temperature right now, it's 19 degrees and it's 90% relative humidity. Times 8.32, here's Samantha Butler with the half-hour news. President Trump says the risk to the American people from the novel coronavirus is very low thanks to actions taken by his government, such as travel restrictions on Chinese travellers. He said his decisions were ridiculed at the beginning. He's appointed Vice President Mike Pence to lead anti-coronavirus efforts. Mike will be working with the professionals, doctors and everybody else that's working. The team is, is brilliant. I spent a lot of time with the team over the last couple of weeks, but they're totally brilliant and we're doing really well and Mike is going to be in charge and Mike will report back to me. Mr Trump said of the 15 people diagnosed with the disease, only one was still ill in hospital. He said he was working closely with Congress, from which his administration had asked for two and a half billion US dollars to deal with the coronavirus. The World Health Organization insists the outbreak isn't yet a pandemic. Stock markets in the United States and Europe have largely stabilised after several days of sharp falls. Saudi Arabia is suspending entry for foreign pilgrims to Mecca and Medina as a precaution against the spread of the virus. The Saudi Foreign Ministry said it would also temporarily refuse entry to tourists from countries where the virus is a threat. Iraq has banned public gatherings and ordered the suspension of schools and universities for 10 days, as well as the closure of entertainment venues such as cinemas, cafes and clubs. Five people have been killed in a mass shooting at a brewery headquarters in the U.S. city of Milwaukee. Local media said the gunman, a former employee who'd been sacked earlier in the day, also died in the incident at the offices of the Molson Coors Brewery. The shooting occurred while hundreds of employees were at work. Nearby businesses and schools had to be placed on lockdown. Spain's government has agreed to hold talks every month with the separatist-led administration in the northeastern region of Catalonia to discuss its demands for independence. 
Catalonia's leader Kim Torra described the first round of talks in Madrid with the Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez as frank and honest, but he said he got no clear answers on key demands for self-determination or an amnesty for jailed Catalan separatist leaders. Maria Jesus Montero is a spokeswoman for the Spanish government. The obligation of this government is to ease tensions and rebuild the bridges to create the conditions for a climate of coexistence amongst Catalans, whether they are pro-independence or not, and between Catalonia and the rest of Spain. We must try to find the points of union that will allow us to move forward. You're listening to the news on RTHK. Good morning. Welcome to Back Chat. I'm Hugh Chivert and your co-host today is Anna Fenton. Anna, good morning to you. Good morning, everybody. And we're talking about the budget today after the Financial Secretary announced that the government will give all adult permanent residents of the city $10,000, part of a $120 billion package. Paul Chan said although he expects a decline in revenue in the coming year due to the economic downturn, he believes the government should do a bit more as the city faces an economic setback and is overwhelmed by a heavy atmosphere. He expects a deficit of $140 billion, nearly $140 billion next year, as accounting for some 4.8% of GDP. Well, what do you make of this year's counter-cyclical measures? Where will they get the money from in future? Would you accept higher tax or a different tax? And what are you going to do? with your $10,000. Let us know your thoughts. You can leave a message on our Facebook page. That's Backchat on RTHK Radio 3. You can email us, backchat at rthk.hk, or you can give us a call, and our telephone number is 233 Once again, the email, backchat at rthk.hk. And that is the same number uh, to call tomorrow, uh, when between 8 and 9, we're going to have our special phone-in with the Financial Secretary uh, joining us here in the uh, studio. Uh, uh, he'll be with us here in Kowloon for a change because the uh, we had water damage at QGO. Long story. Anyway, so uh, he will be here uh, between 8 and 9 and uh, he's here so that he can answer your questions and listen to your comments and hear your reactions to um, to his budget. Uh, it's the usual number, 233-88266. Peter Lewis uh, and myself will be uh, hosting that programme and uh, talking a little bit uh, to the Financial Secretary. That's between 8 and 9 tomorrow. As ever, if you get a call in early, closer to eight, uh, you're much more likely to get a longer answer and maybe follow-up and things like this. Uh, we always get a log jam in the last 15 minutes or something and then not everybody can get in uh, and not everybody can uh, get a, a substantial answer. So thank you very much indeed. Looking forward to uh, you joining us tomorrow. Uh, joining us for our first for the first part of the programme uh, today, we have Chris Young, veteran journalist, chief writer of Citizens News. Claudia Moe and Felix Chung will be uh, legislators, will be joining us uh, after the news at nine. Um, here's some comment from uh, Facebook. Let's start with uh, Facebook from uh, for a change. TC there says, although I welcome the $10,000 handout, full disclosure, I'm an end nothing and it's the only way I can receive any benefit. I do believe the government turned this into a wedge issue by bundling it with some very controversial appropriation for the police, in particular additional emoluments and new armoured vehicles. This arrangement is only going to renew polarisation that existed in Hong Kong over the past 12 months. Frankly speaking, Hong Kong is probably the only place in the world in which the way it administers a universal cash handout can attract criticisms. And Nigel Self 
says, does one have to have three stars on one's uh, permanent ID to be eligible? Does it also include permanent ID holders that are overseas residents and only come back every three years? I think I can answer those questions, uh, Mr. Self. Uh, you don't have to have three stars. Uh, you, will, uh, you just have to have a permanent ID card. Uh, that was the arrangement previously. Uh, and it does include all permanent ID holders. So whether you're an overseas resident and only come back every three years uh, is uh, immaterial. Although, interestingly, I th- as far as I recall, last time you had to come back to Hong Kong uh, to to get the money. And there were a lot of people who actually came back, weren't there? I mean, so they will. And so the airline industry, I guess, is in on this one because they will be flying back. I guess they'll be flying back. But then when, when they come here, I suppose they'll spend money so that it would achieve that objective if you want to stimulate the economy if you want to get cash yeah, flowing that, that here. would make sense there has to be some string attached to it yeah <laughs> you're quite cynical about it well i am i mean back to the police point of the person that just wrote in um they're giving with one hand and taking away with the other if you actually look at the small print there's a four percent drop in the funding for the ipcc the independent police complaints council commission so how does that work the police get more money but less money to keep an eye on what they do so, yeah, this is a bit, bit curious, that. OK, well, uh, Christian, good morning to you. Good morning, Hugh, Anna. Thank, thank you very much indeed for, for, for joining us. How do you think this $10,000 is going down? Well, uh, of, I think of, uh, it will be passed ultimately, of course. Uh, uh, in Legco, I think the, the pro-government uh, legislators outnumber uh, the opposition, um, the Democrats. But, uh, the Democrats so, so, Chris, how long do we have to... Dynamic. In a dilemma uh, because uh, of the police uh, as, as spending. I think not so much because of the spending itself. We know that uh, it is a government; it, it needs a budget uh, to operate. But the, I think the bone of contention is really the the, the increase, uh, double digit. But I think twenty something, twenty four percent, which really needs uh, explanation and justification. Um, um, in view of the the, the, the criticisms, um, the kind of public anger against police uh, in, um, in in handling with the protesters and, and, and all these management issues, uh, police officers' behaviour issues, uh, I think the, the the sentiments of the society are so are so clear that. Uh, to me, it is a um, not just a highly controversial move, but but to the to the uh, to those protesters, the uh, people who support, uh, who think uh, there's a cause for the protest, uh, they see it as a provocation. I think it's a highly provocative move by the government uh, to say um, perhaps accept uh, such a high um, percentage of increase uh, put forward by the police. I, I I guess it is a it is a budget put forward by the police uh, for uh, uh, for what they need, uh, say manpower and all these equipment, uh, a riot uh, uh, facilities, etc. Equipment, etc. Um, but uh, under such a political and social environment, um, I, I, I think the government should really turn, put it back to the police for them. Um, and 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 for for a smaller say increase, uh, in view of the the, the, the fact that uh, the the public say uh, anger over the, uh, the, the 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 exhibition, the all these protests, 
actually uh, remain and we remain and and this and this office this at this stage. So, uh, in real terms, I haven't got the numbers to hand, but police, uh, the police have been, in inflationary terms, increasingly underfunded over the years. So, are you saying, Chris, that if we didn't have the ongoing aggro about the protests, that the police wouldn't be entitled to an increase in budget anyway? Well, I, I would say a, a, a routine, normal increase. And uh, at such a high, unusual, say, percentage of increase uh, needs to be... This to be ju- this to be justified. Uh, I, uh, to me, I guess their justifications are that uh, they that uh, they cite the, the the last few months of processes to justify uh, those in, in, in increases. But the question is, uh, is that going to be a a normal uh, state of situation in Hong Kong? Um, well, in the near in the near future. Uh, uh, is Hong Kong really uh, going down to be a police state with massive police, even when a less than a dozen of protesters uh, stage a uh, uh, well a, a a a demonstration in streets that the police are going to send hundreds of say uh, police full in full gear uh, to handle protesters like this outnumber protesters and even in, 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 in journalists, um, is that the police um, uh, assessment of Hong Kong in the near term? I think that question needs to be answered and needs to be justified. We all know that uh, the, 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 the reasons behind all these protests are political. Is the government going? Is the government giving up uh, attempts to resolve the, con- the conflict in political means, uh, in persuasion, in dialogue with the people? Instead, say uh, putting it to the police for them to handle it in their way. That is the use of force. But the situation. I, I, don't, think, okay. I don't think that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's what the society wants. But the, the the situation now is that we have the, those political problems compounded by the um, all the stresses and the and the complications that have arisen because of the uh, because of COVID nineteen. Um, uh, do you think that the hundred twenty billion dollars is that going to help? I mean, help the mood of Hong Kong? Do you think it's going to make people feel a little bit more positive? Uh, you, you mean the overall? Uh, yeah. Well, um, of course. Uh, in particular, I think the uh, seven one billion cash handout uh, still, I think, most people, I would say, even uh, even uh, some demo- uh, democracy supporters, uh, now, given the fact that uh, it will be bundled with the police expenditure, uh, have already called uh, call for a, a, say, a veto of the, of the whole budget, uh, not to accept the 10,000 uh, cash handout. Um, well, so-called, I would say, uh, just just uh, uh, to, uh, just to let the whole budget. But of course, uh, it's not realistic because uh, that the whole budget uh, uh, that means uh, all other say expenditures uh, 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 will be affected, uh, including, of course, the one on LTHK. Uh, so um, it will be um, well uh, very difficult, I think, for the. Uh, for the Democrats, I think not. Uh, uh, of course, uh, 
they may still vote down, but, but, but because of the number of government legislators there, it will still, I think it will, be, it will still be, be, uh, be prepared. But, but, but the, I can't but, imagine that the, 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 the will be well done. Uh, the, the, yes, it will be slightly, uh, e- well, I think, um, um, more directly the, the, the public anger towards the government. I think, but I think it may be just a short, a short, short-term thing. Um, uh, I think what the, the, gov- the government, the, the administration, um, the protesters, and then the, the battle against uh, the academic, I think, has uh, done a lot of damage to uh, public support. Okay, uh, this is an, an email from Mary. Thanks, Mary. He says, Dear Backchat, can someone explain the rationale of giving cash handouts to ID holders who choose to live elsewhere? They no longer contribute to society here. We have many thousands of folks who slip through the cracks who could benefit fr- who could benefit from this largesse. That comes from Mary. Do you think that's a, a, a common view, Chris? You, do you understand that? Um... I mean, we've had two comments well, already from I, this. I, of course, that some uh, will, will, will ask that question. But um, if I remember correctly, uh, in the past, uh, there's no say. Uh, there's, there's no really a differentiation between uh, as long as you hold, you're, you're still a permanent resident. And uh, in fact, a lot of uh, permanent residents travel a lot. Sometimes they live in, say, uh, uh, they, they have even been they have even been, been uh, migrated to other places. And back in 2011, I think uh, yes, there were there were Hong Kong migrants coming to, uh, specifically direct uh, back to Hong Kong to um, to get that cash uh, six thousand cash handout. And then of course uh, they stay and spend as well. Uh, I, I guess um, the, the, the government officials or civil service, just for the sake of convenience, uh, I guess uh, there will be uh, complicated administrative matters to, say, differentiate them, them uh, checking their length of stay in Hong Kong uh, and then separate uh, two groups uh, P, uh, among the PRs, say, those who uh, have not stayed in Hong Kong for a certain period of time, will not entitled to, entitle to the cash and now. Uh, I, I, there will be difficulty, I guess, uh, in the administration and, complex, and complexities. So, Chris, going back to your earlier point about the time this could take to get through LegCo, I think we're all thinking end of April, aren't we? Do you think that's realistically when this will be passed? Otherwise, it could get held up with filibustering, you know, ad infinitum, couldn't it? Well, uh, it, it, uh, the immediate reaction, of course, are from them, from them, uh, 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 democratic parties. Uh, I think the civic party has already said they will oppose it, uh, but others are still um, undecided. But even even those, not all uh, 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 pro-democracy, say, legislators oppose it. Uh, the, the, the pro-government legislators still uh, holds the majority. So um, in terms of number of votes, I think it will still be okay for the government to, 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 to pass it. And um, the Democrats, I think, of course, uh, will watch carefully the... I mean, the, they're, not, they're not going to oppose it, are they? They can't really oppose much. There's the police angle. Well, but... uh, why not? I mean, uh, ultimately, it will be passed. But they stay clear their position. So... Uh, 
uh, the, 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 the budget, uh, so people will still get the 10,000 um, cash handout. But the Democrats uh, uh, keep their position against uh, the police um, increase their ex- expenditures. Um, of course, uh, there will still be a price to pay, I mean, uh, by the Democrats. Uh, but they will, um, they will, I think, assess uh, the price to pay if they say are seen to uh, or vote in support of a budget that includes uh, an huge expenditure uh, on police uh, expen- on expansions. At this stage, uh, um, the the very early stage, uh, and as we can, for instance, in social media, I think a lot of pro democracy supporters uh, are are quite angry with the with the increased expenditure on on, on police. So, that Chris, even, Chris, I would Chris, say much stronger than the than the desire to get the ten thousand uh, cash handout. You might say is. It's not irrational. I mean, uh, why not get ten thousand dollars and uh, from from the government uh, to back the democrat the, 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 the protest to to fund to back the protesters? Uh, but at this stage, I think the depth of anger uh, against the police is so so much that uh, um, that the, the sentiments are quite uh, prominent, quite 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 obvious. Uh, on social media. You keep keep saying this, um, but can I invite you to get out your crystal ball and look at after the virus has faded from memory? Do you believe, and think back to 2003, if you remember, after SARS, there was that huge one million strong march on the night march on July the 1st against Article 23. Do you not think that the protests will come back with renewed vigour after all this virus stuff has died down, as indeed history teaches us this has happened before? And therefore, could we not argue that the government is being proactive and making sure that the police are fully prepared? Uh, yes, I agree. I have peace. Of course, um, it's just uh, the ex- extent, the length of those protests. Uh, whether it will become a, a regular feature in, 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 in Hong Kong, but my, my, but my question is: we all know the we all know the, funda- the fundamental reasons behind these protests. Hong Kong Hong Kong should not become a city of protests. Uh, why uh, there were months of protests since uh, summer uh, is because a, a, a host of political problems. That that carry them, uh, well, decide to ignore and uh, try to say just defer it and uh, trying to, uh, uh, believing that, uh, 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 well, uh, giving it to the police uh, to to crack down the protesters is the solution. And I and I always think that's not the solution. That's not the solution. We have already seen. We have already seen uh, different forms of protests, uh, vandalism, uh, 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 well, um, things uh, in, in, the, in the past few months, even, even when massive protests, uh, number, number of massive protests uh, has, has, has dropped. But, but, okay, but, the, the, uh, but Paul Chan himself is kind of, kind of interesting in this, isn't it? 
It was notable that um, he started his budget speech in Legco at 11 o'clock yeah. and there were no protests and nobody tried to block him or anything. It seems that Paul Chan has managed to sort of stay out of the the uh, political struggles to uh, an extraordinary extent, actually. I noticed, I mean, the language, the English phrase that he was using to describe the, the, the protest was, what was it, social disturbance or something like, social incidents, which is a pretty kind of neutral term. And it does seem, as I say, he's managed to kind of step aside. And, you know, you have to think, well, uh, if you are looking at a crystal ball, um, it's quite likely that Carrie Lam's days are numbered. Um, how about Paul Chan as the next chief executive? You know, it seems like a lot of people haven't got much against him. There is no particular hostility towards Paul Chan, as far as I, as far as I can see. Um, uh, you know, and and also if you look at the text of, of what he was talking about, he he, you know, there were quite a few kind of mentions of increased. Uh, increased uh, recurrent expenditure, uh, and it was only you know it was only a couple of months ago that um, the chief executive announced uh, an increase in social welfare spending, which would increase the the social the uh, recurrent expenditure uh, of the budget. And there was a lot of speculation that uh, the Paul Chan was not in on that, uh, that that was something that had been devised and uh, and put into place entirely by by the uh, chief executive without the knowledge of the particular backing of the financial secretary, as if there was some kind. Of split between them, um, so yeah, could Paul Chan be the next CE? Is this is there something in this budget which would lead you to believe or or doubt that? Well, uh, I think deliberately or unintentionally, uh, those are uh, not so subtle differences uh, between between he and the and the chief chief, chief executive uh, in say in defining uh, what happens since the summer. And secondly, uh, and, and also on the way the the, the administration um, has spent uh, since uh, coming to off coming to office, and um, he's he's yes he, he's already giving a, a not uh, a, a clear hint that uh, that kind of a spending uh, cannot be cannot be sustainable uh, precisely because uh, it, uh, it's not so. Not, 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 not just one of now. Uh, some of them are recurrent expenditure, with, which will have uh, long-term implications on uh, public uh, finance. And on the protests, uh, he already say being quite low-key during the uh, protests, uh, not making a lot of uh, public comment on it. And uh, I think it's open secret that that uh, he um, he's one of the uh, contenders, say, uh, for the post of chief executive. Um, well, of course, uh, in, including the if there's a possibility that uh, Carrie Lam will uh, will quit before she finishes her term, uh, and she's uh, Paul Chen, I think, is certainly uh, in the position of uh, or in in the list of candidates as the acting uh, as acting uh, CE, and uh, and then of course. Um, I think few people can imagine that uh, Carrie Lam uh, will seek re-election, even even if she survives uh, for the next two years. And uh, so uh, the question of uh, who's in 2022, uh, who's running in 2022, and uh, financial secretary uh, Paul Chen, of, co of course, uh, I would say is one of the dark horses. If you look at the three senior secretaries, CS, SJ, FS, I think only perhaps the FS, uh, 
Singapore Chan is the likely contender. And and then of course um uh there are um, certainly there there are other dark horses or, or contenders for that post. But yes, I think he in choosing the languages, the use of words uh, in his budget, uh he's He's trying to put him at a, a, a slightly better position, uh, keeping a, a, a distance from Kerry Lam. But, uh, well, he's in the administration. He, he's involved in all these decisions. It's not easy, I think. Uh, if he runs again, uh, the, 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 what Kerry Lam has done will still be a liability to him. Okay, a couple, couple of comments from our listeners. First of all, this is from uh, Alex. Uh, who warning likes to write in this kind of pigeon style? Right, Alex says, if Curry Lamb and Poor Chan thinkings give more money, me vote DABs in future. Guess again. Reduce IPCC budget, but buying more water cannon for police, making clear Communist Party ruling Hong Kong. One country, two systems, drop pants, pass wind. If not abide agreement for own people, how can world trust Communist Party? Do they trust numbers of sick and dead? Hong Kong people know better. Now Hong Kong well on way to being canary in Wuhan wet market. Even China coal mines safer. Soon Hong Kong game over. Any country with peoples in name never give damn about the peoples. You know my talkings. That comes uh, from uh, Alex. Uh, and uh, one more comment on our Facebook page. This is from uh, Victoria Anne, who says, I don't uh, really need the $10,000, especially compared to what a lot of people have gone through and will be going through. I donated the $4,000 from last year, I think it was six, uh, the 4000 yeah, to the causes that I feel government doesn't care at all. I suspect I might head in that direction again. And no, the $10,000 will not change the truth of this government. That comes from Victoria Anne. Agree or disagree? Let us know. Uh, Bankchatter.ta hk.hk or uh, call us on 233 Chris, thank you very much indeed for joining us this morning. Chris Young, veteran journalist, chief writer of Citizens News. Claudia Mo and Felix Chung, legislators, joining us after the news at nine. The weather, mainly cloudy, a couple of light rain patches around at first and sunny this afternoon. 19 degrees at the moment. The relative humidity is now at 90%. Back in three minutes' time. News on RTHK. Welcome back. Thursday morning back chat with Anna Fenton and me, Hugh Tewerton, talking about the budget. Uh, once again, the financial secretary uh, who put the budget together, he will be with us uh, between 8 and 9, so a little bit earlier than usual uh, tomorrow. Uh, and uh, you can talk to him. That's what he's there for. He's there to listen to your comments, listen to your thoughts on uh, on the uh, budget uh, and uh, the uh, uh, aspects of it and to answer your questions. Uh, and uh, you can do that by uh, giving us a call. The usual number, 233-88266, 233-88266, to talk to the Financial Secretary, Paul Chan, joining us in the studio between 8 and 9. Tomorrow, that's uh, Peter Lewis uh, from Money Talk and myself. Look forward to seeing you then. Uh, for this part of the programme now, we're looking back at uh, yesterday's budget. Uh, we're joined by Claudia Mo, who's a legislator with Hong Kong First, and Felix Chung, leader of the Liberal Party, also the garment and textile sector lawmaker. 
maker. Once again, our email is backchat.rthk.hk. Just uh, an email on a different subject. Um, this is from Matthew, first of all, uh, reacting to uh, an email from yesterday. Matthew says, It seems that the work instructions of the back ma- uh, bl- sorry, Backchat email writing cadre yesterday were to attack both Legislative Councillor Ted Hoy and myself. As usual, the boys were a bit free and easy with the facts. Left out of yesterday's vigorous email denouncement of Legislative Councillor Hoy's private prosecution of a taxi driver who got beaten up was the minor detail that this taxi driver rammed his car into a large crowd from a standing start, fracturing both the legs of a young woman. However, despite this happening in front of many people, our police and judicial system decided not to prosecute the taxi driver, but rather charged the young lady with two broken legs with rioting. Even some pro-CCP media including included this key fact in their coverage of Ted Hoy's prosecution action, but Richard and Andrew did not. Guys, by all means, keep writing your stuff. It adds colour to Backchat Tapestry, and I like it. But it would be much more effective in achieving your goals if you did not so obviously distort the facts and assume your fellow Backchat listeners were ignorant, uninformed fools without memories. That is from Matthew. OK, on uh, today's topic, uh, the, we were talking about uh, whether Paul Chan would be the next chief executive in the first part of the programme. Uh, JY, in an email, says, agree that Paul Chan... Uh, can be the next CE based on his sense and sensibility over the years in handling the budget. At least he's not an AO. He is humble, not arrogant, not cruel, not selfish. Love Hong Kong people. That is the assessment from uh, JY. Claudia Mo, good morning to you. Morning. What did you think of the budget yesterday? Well, it's uh, obviously the most political budget uh, we've had since 1997. And it's, again, obvious that uh, the government has decided to splurge in order to please the people. Now, we always knew that uh, there's going to be this uh, $10,000 cash handout. But then the fact that it's uh, being bundled up with this uh, amazing increase for uh, the police force, increase that would amount to militarization of our force. Now, the, the two together are, are simply uh, not complementary. And uh, they're exclusive of each other. I did a little poll online last night and up to 99% of the responses uh, uh, tells me that uh, I should vote against this uh, budget. And uh, the fact is I got more than 15,000 responses within three hours. Of course, online polls are not uh, particularly uh, representative, but they are proportional. And so... uh, I need to have a proper rethink. You would think, oh, $10,000 is quite a lot of money. For a family of four, that would mean 40000 Now, that's quite a bit of money. But then most people say, uh, I'm against this, not because I'm well off, but because I'm too angry against the police force. So are you going to accept it, Claudia, yourself? And what are you going to spend it on? Uh, No, I'm not uh, going to accept it as such. Now, people would uh, claim that, oh, you Democrats, you always put politics above uh, a livelihood. This is not just about politics or populism, for that matter. The thing is, we are 
talking about principles, we've seen enough uh, police brutality in more than half a year in Hong Kong. And uh, we always knew they are trying to lay this trap for the Democrats that uh, uh, $10,000 in exchange for this militarization of the police force. So you're uh, saying... But you wanted the 10000 yeah. didn't you? You were asking for the 10000 Everyone was agreed we wanted the 10000 uh, But we didn't know that uh, they're going to lump it together with this uh, unbelievable increase for the police force in spending. And so uh, we need to have a proper rethink. And uh, I suspect uh, that most of the Democrats, if not all of us, will vote against it in the end. I heard uh, Paul Chan talking on Chinese radio earlier this morning. Mm, yeah. And he was uh, the seriously irresponsible. When that question was put to him, that uh, why uh, you're lumping uh, the two things together, the cash handout versus uh, this police force uh, and massive spending. And he's, he would just say, oh, well, when it comes to the police force spending, uh, you can uh, go and ask at the Legislative Council Special Finance Committee meetings as to why they need uh, all that extra money. Now, you can't tell people that because the police ask you was for that, the was that, was that Paul Chan sort of saying, it's yeah. none, of my, none of my business? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, he was uh, trying to give that impression that uh, he's got nothing to do with it, really. Uh, he's just uh, the accountant, the bean counter, and uh, they want it. So uh, I put the money, uh, the figure down, guys. If I don't understand it either, you go and ask the police force. They're going to send representatives to the legislative council to explain okay. that's his reply all right but, but but you know in financial terms it's it's not that significant is it i mean as a proportion of this 120 billion dollars which is being given in you know all kinds of ways to all kinds of people the allocation to the police is not is not you know, uh, it's not in financial terms as to say that important. What about the other aspects of of, of this giveaway? What about the massive uh, a, a deficit which they're foreseeing, and, and uh, for, you know that continuing over a few years? Uh, talking about changing the tax structure, um, the tax levels uh, in in Hong Kong. There's some, there's some, frankly, bigger issues you can argue at stake here. Exactly. Uh, he's talking about this massive deficit uh, that's on the way, and yet uh, he would uh, give that much uh, extra uh, increase to the uh, police force spending. Now, the basic law, I think it's Article 107, uh, that says, uh, that warns, that uh, or stipulates, rather, that uh, we need to uh, uh, take care of the budget and uh, Hong Kong should only spend uh, in uh, uh, accordance uh, with its income, things to that effect. And he's not doing that. He's uh, just getting all political, thinking that he can buy back uh, people's uh, trust, uh, that people will be so terribly pleased by this uh, cash handout that uh, the government will go back uh, to some uh, uh, normality on the popularity front. Uh, he would be very, very wrong. Now, the fact is, uh, with this massive deficit, he would still talk about how uh, One Belt, One Road and uh, uh, the Greater Bay Area uh, will mean uh, the future for Hong Kong economy. 
that tells you that uh, Paul Chen is just a paid parrot. Earlier, you were saying, oh, he could be the next chief executive. Well, anyone can be the next chief executive if he wants to uh, these days, except uh, if you say he's a good choice, I would uh, back to differ. Another thing is I'm terribly worried that uh, talking about this deficit and they would still be going ahead with this massive uh, Lantau reclamation project. We've been talking about this. You don't think he was a bit lukewarm on that as well? Oh, uh, he was replying to questions to that uh, earlier. Well, he was saying they'd only go ahead with it if they could afford it, wasn't he? Yeah, and he said, uh, we're just asking for uh, a few hundred million dollars to do research and uh, studies on this uh, project and blah, blah. After spending that much money, you think uh, they're not going ahead with it? They are quite determined to do it, that's for sure. But this is just financially not right. Okay. Well, also with us today is uh, Felix Chung, uh, leader of the Liberal Party. Mr Chung, good morning. Good morning, Hill. Hi, thanks for joining us once again. Uh, What did you think of the uh, budget? Uh, It is not a bad budget, Um, especially the economy right now in Hong Kong is very bad. Never had the situation before. Um, everybody needs help, both um, the normal citizen and the business sector. So basically, of course, he cannot uh, he cannot fulfill everything we require. But at least he is responding, responding most of our our need. For example, uh, paying out the ten thousand dollars and uh, have that one hundred percent SME guarantee for. For, for for the business sector that need help, especially those money is only for paying rent and salary salaries, and is not for uh, the the business the, the company to run the business. So that that is a pretty good response to what we need, or even though the, um, cannot fulfill everything um, that that we want. So let's go back to the ten thousand. First of all, will you accept it? Certainly, yes. Well, basically, we request them to um, give up as a coupon uh, for for retail or a spending coupon. Uh, but I mean, now they they give out cash. I, I, we or certainly we do not mind to to have that. Well, because if they give out cash, people may not spend. They just save the money, or or sometimes they just go out to uh, other country and spend uh, when they travel. Uh, if it's uh, a spending coupon, all the money have to confine back to the Hong Kong economy. So, but of course, uh, given out 10,000 cash is not a bad proposal. So how about this for an idea, Claudia? If you took the 10,000 and gave it to a charity of your choice, you know, um, Hong Kong Dog Rescue or one of your favorite charities, something like that, and then you could claim uh, as a charitable donation your tax rebate and you could claim $1,700 as your tax rebate and give the money to a good cause. How about doing that? Oh, that's exactly what I did uh, back in 2011, the last time they gave out uh, this cash. Uh, at the time, it was 6000 The thing is, we would ask Paul Chen, but unlikely uh, he's going to agree, uh, that uh, he should take out this 10000 uh, the 
cash for every adult a permanent resident in Hong Kong as a special funding proposal. It, it, it's as an independent funding proposal, and we can just approve it just like that. Nobody's going to argue against that. And uh, he would say no because uh, the fact is uh, the Democrats are outnumbered at LegCo. It's <laughs> very clear to everyone. So uh, probably at the end of the day, uh, we would just need to accept it because uh, the budget will be passed. We accept it. And there's the proposal, the talk online at least, that we'll all spend the money on this yellow economic circle uh, thing. Uh, it would still serve uh, the protests uh, cause. Okay. Um uh, an email from uh, Phil B. Uh, Phil B, you're welcome to give us a call if you want to communicate directly. Phil B, anyway, says, Please tell Claudia the main part of the increase for the police is for manpower, and manpower is expensive and has recurrent issues. It is not entirely to do with handling the protesters who are vandals and hooligans. Also, can you please ask Claudia if she condemns the violence? Uh, no, the... the you see, they used the word uh, hooligans instead of protesters tells you uh, uh, the, the stance of this uh, particular person, so never mind. Uh, will you condemn the violence, he wants to know? Well, we've been condemning violence in particular on the part of the police. We call it police brutality. Of course there is uh, violence on the part of the protesters as well. But the fact is, the force being portrayed is so disproportional. Look at a policeman's gear and look at what a protester has got in his hand most of the time. OK. Um, Felix Chung, are you concerned about the uh, increase, this very large increase in the allocation for the police? Well, put this way. I mean, somebody do not like the police, but still um, quite a lot of people support the police. So it's very contradictory. Um, so um, we cannot just say that we do not like the police and then use so many different excuses or, or reasons to block the whole budget. If you compare the whole budget, we're talking about six. 600 billions of Hong Kong dollars compared with only maybe 25 billions for the police. So, I mean, it's just a very small portion that we cannot use that as part of the excuse to um, to, to block the budget. So everybody have, have to wait for the budget to pass and get the help. There were some suggestions towards the end of the uh, the uh, budget speech, um, talking about tax, talking about a possible need, uh, given the increase in recurrent spending, apart from these one-off uh, counter-cyclical measures, um, higher tax in Hong Kong, uh, talk about the uh, OECD possibly introducing an international minimum tax, how that would change things as well, uh, talking about new sources of uh, revenue. Uh, what do you think about that? Do you think maybe Hong Kong's got to change? If if people want this kind of money spent, then we've got to raise uh, we've got to raise more in a different ways, Mr. Chung. But if you think about uh, how many reserves we have, we have right now got one point one trillion of Hong Kong dollars. Uh, even though the Paul Chan saying that the next few years we have a deficit by twenty twenty five. The reserve that the Hong Kong government he predicted still have about uh, 900, 900 billion, right? 
Yeah. So he still have a lot of money, and and he be if um, uh, the the coronavirus outbreak can end uh, in few months. I mean, the economy will go back. Uh, everything should be banked back, especially the experience we have from SARS. The economy banks back very fast. So, I mean, is it is it still very um, worry about the, the the income from the from the government in the coming few years? Uh, we also think we have to wait and see. But I'm 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 pretty positive on that because uh, if you think about um, the Hong Kong government now have 1.1 trillion of reserve, but actually they have so many uh, particular funds. For example, the future fund that has been put aside and haven't been used. There's so many this, this type of funds um, that the, the government has put into different pockets, and this this money can actually return back to for for them to use. But do you know? And also, do you not yeah. think it's a little ominous the way, you know, the devil is in the detail often with these things, the way that it was snuck in about global taxation uh, rules possibly being brought in, did, did that not raise alarm bells for you? No. Well, put it this way. How much, well, if you think about the competitive, you know, the com, um, um, the, we, we have some competitions from like Singapore and, and other countries. These countries are looking for lower down the, the tax rate. Even U- United States, they are lowering down the tax rate to, to uh, 20% or something. Um, so if we think about increasing the tax rate, we are not competitive at all. Do you not so, think it might be being brought in line with the Greater Bay Area type of thinking? Well, that might be an economic uh, growth potential on that area. I mean, so the tax. There are still, we, we still have many... Um, um, growing potential in different areas. So um, don't be that, don't be too negative at this moment right now. I mean, um, the economic situations in Hong Kong is very special at this moment because of the social unrest and uh, uh, the virus outbreak. I mean, the virus outbreak will end certainly within maybe three, four months. But the social unrest should be the the way it should be the thing that the common government should handle in 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 a more proper way. Okay, um, <clears throat> a lot of thoughts uh, in uh, emails. Thank you very much indeed. Backchat at rthk.hk. Uh, on our Facebook page, TC says, uh, point of fact-checking. Thanks, TC. Uh, for the 2011 government cash handout, that was $6,000, applications uh, didn't need to physically be in Hong Kong to receive it. Uh, applicants could apply by post and have it deposited in their Hong Kong bank accounts, as long as it's not a joint account. Uh, in Canada, HSBC and the Bank of China there had a service where they helped build, uh, where they helped permanent residents uh, living in Canada apply and bring the money to Canada for a small fee. Thanks for that, uh, TC. Uh, and uh, John says, please clarify. Uh, Hong Kong ID holders that have been working or paying taxes in for six and a half years, for example, are not eligible for the cash. Uh, payout. This applies only to permanent residents? Question mark. Is this also the case for the 20k tax benefit? Uh, question mark. Uh, the cash payments after registration in August will be available in February 2021. Isn't that too late for people desperate now? Just on those questions, John. As my my understanding is that yeah, it applies to permanent residents. 
uh, he, he did specify that we'd only be permanent residents. So if, if you've been here for six and a half years, or even if you've been here longer but you haven't applied for permanent residency, you would not be eligible. The uh, 20k tax benefit, I presume, would not uh, that wouldn't it wouldn't matter whether you're a permanent resident uh, or not. That's yeah. uh, a tax issue which is is not related to your your immigration status. Uh, Neil says last time I called in to back chat asking if the uh, for the phone in asking the FS if playgrounds and road safety could be considered in this year's budget. He said he would consider it. Uh, this year's budget has not addressed these two issues. I would like to call in tomorrow to follow up my previous requests. What time will be best to call in tomorrow? Call early, Neil. 233-88266. Look forward to it. Uh, uh, Roy says, I have considered the $10,000. I will take it and plan to spend it. $4,000 on children activities such as rock climbing, tutoring, etc. $3,000 on my spouse. $2,000 on meals, Shanghai food, noodles and a good steak with a bottle of wine. Some may say frivolous, but I plan to spend the money as intended in the local community and support a variety of business that we've enjoyed in the past and hope that our favourite businesses can ride out the storm. That comes uh, from uh, Neil and Umesh has a similar point, but perhaps intended in a different way. Uh, Umesh says I'm ready to do my bit to prop up the economy. Eating and drinking establishments in Wan Chai will be the beneficiaries on my return from Shanghai. That comes uh, uh, from uh, Umesh and Andy says, uh, with the subject line, Paul Chan for Chief Executive, if you think Paul Chan can become CE, just remember he was beaten by Mandy Tam in 2004 for Accountancy Legislative Councillor. Uh, once again, our email address is bankchat.rthk.hk. Uh, uh, couple more comments. Uh, Toby says, Claudia Moe needs a reality check. The weapons that rioters have in their hands, question mark. She means rocks, metal poles, knives, arrows, Molotov cocktails, bombs, acid, question mark. She doesn't want to have a force which can protect itself against these weapons. That comes from Toby, who is a policeman, a serving policeman. Claudia Mo. Well, I mean, what do you expect? It's uh, from a serving policeman. Uh, can I ask him back, uh, what about their helmets, their shields, their tear gas, their various bullets, live or not, and uh, their boots uh, that are very good at uh, kicking the young uh, who are lying already on the floor? I mean, that you have to compare and, and uh, the gauge, the force uh, expressed. Now, personally... But, but OK, but, but, I mean, it was, as it was pointed out by the, by the financial secretary, we've had kind of three, three blows, three hammer hits against the economy of Hong Kong. We've, had the, we've got the general climate and we've got the Sino-US trade uh, thing. We've got all the social incidents, as he called them, uh, last year. Now we've got this disease. Maybe it's time to just calm down a bit, set those things aside and try and... Do what the other people were, were mentioning. Spend a little money in the local economy, support our local businesses. We're in a quite a dire situation. It's time to rally round a bit. Well, of course it's a dire situation. But then uh, the government, seriously, give uh, many people, if not all, this uh, impression that create a crisis, then solve the crisis. They, cre they help uh, created uh, this mess and so they have to pick up the pieces uh, one journalist friend of mine says it's a very uh, hard sell to tell people that uh, this cash handout is no good but he also take it as a cynical bribe uh, it's a one-off 
bribe, trying to make you feel better. And let's uh, call it a day as far as uh, the pre protests are concerned. Now, who wants violence? Who wants to see fire, arson in the middle of the streets? Who would say uh, they enjoy roadblocks and things? I'm a driver too. But you have to listen to the young. And, uh, uh, well, the, the fact that uh, no, not many people are protesting at the moment, but then you have to see this uh, hate, this popular hate against uh, the police force, or rather police brutality. It's so profound at the moment that uh, you can't easily just uproot uh, all the, uh, the, the frustration, anger, the rage, the fury, and pretend that not much has happened. Let's take uh, the money and go spending. Uh, this is just not right. But personally, to reply to your earlier question, if I have no choice uh, that, uh, to take this money, I'll spend it on uh, uh, online news websites, uh, some of which I really like, uh, to support free press. The ones it's, that uh, are uh, properly sourced and sub-edited, I hope. Oh Claudia. yes, absolutely. What's the sub-editing? Sub-editing, remember that? That was when people used to fact-check yeah, before I know. they yeah, published. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, fact-check. Whoa. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. That takes me back. Now, talking about fact-check, uh, the government officials have been very good at calling uh, uh, many of the allegations as fake news. What about the Apple Daily? The exclusive claiming that uh, Carrie Lam was trying to use this coronavirus scare, panic, as a political turnaround uh, to help uh, the things, uh, the, to make uh, things easier for pro democracy. But that's just reality. The, the that's what pro, pro establishment. Uh, but so do you. Candidates. So does everyone. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I you're politicians. You're going to see things in, poli in, in political terms. No, 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 no. That's so very she, wrong. But everyone. Sorry. If but she thinks no, no, it's no, right. Everyone she said. Would everyone have said. Been I'm sorry, but a lot of commentators it. said, "Well, this is a chance now, and now is a chance for the chief executive to redeem the government and to be the good guys." And, uh, and no, so on. The, she that's, wasn't that's just she talking was doing, about uh, redeeming her own government. She was talking about helping Beijing loyalists to win the uh, September election when a chief executive is supposedly politically neutral, okay. you remember? All right. Well, uh, just a couple of comments to, to finish off. John Kowloon says, uh, Dear Bank Chat, the Hong Kong economy suffered from three massive consecutive blows in the past 12 months, signing US trade tensions, seven months of violent anti-government protests, and now COVID-19. Two of these uh, were outside Hong Kong's control, and it would be therefore unfair to point any finger of blame towards Hong Kong. But anti-government protests were very much a self-inflicted wound. Regardless of whether your political leanings are pro or anti-government, it's hard to deny that the protesters' underlying anti-Chinese rhetoric has had a very damaging impact on the larger segments of employment in Hong Kong, namely wholesale, retail, restaurants and hotels, which jointly employ 43% uh, of its labour force. Hong Kong unemployment, currently 3.4%, will certainly soon breach 5% as the aforementioned sectors lay off staff. If protesters then take to the streets again to vent their frustrations against the slumping economy, this could simply exacerbate the situation, creating a vicious spiral 
spiral. Under such a scenario, unemployment could even exceed the 8% we saw in the early part of this century. That comes from uh, John Kowloon. Thank you very much indeed for that. One oh, quick one from uh, Richard, uh, who says, I see RTHK is wasting more taxpayer money defending its headliner show and giving us another non-news story that it pretends is news in the process. After years of trying to make us think this show was RTHK's pathetic attempt to produce a local counterpart to well-known international programmes, even giving it a name that it would evoke the image of news. After all, when we think of news, we often think of headlines. RTHK now says it's uh, satire? Question mark. Where in RTHK's charter does it say RTHK is to provide satire? And why is RTHK now producing another non-news show that provides little in the way of substantive content because it often wastes time inviting guests that lack actual substantive domain uh, experience that comes from from richard actually headlines has been going since 1989 uh, it's a pretty well-known uh, program uh, richard um thanks for your comment thank you very much indeed to felix chung he's a leader of the liberal party also the garment and textile sector lawmaker and thank you to hong kong first lawmaker uh claudia mo anna thank you very much indeed a reminder that the financial secretary uh paul chan joining us between eight and nine tomorrow we'd love to hear from you uh he'd love to hear from you call us on two three three eight eight two six six between eight and nine tomorrow uh and as i say uh if you want to uh, get a full answer then uh call early call closer to eight than to nine the weather mainly cloudy a couple of light rain patches and uh, some mist sunny intervals this afternoon temperatures up to 23 degrees 19 degrees now and the relative humidity is 89 percent electors who have moved should update their registration particulars with the registration and electoral office by the 2nd of april you may submit your application by post email or fax or online remember to submit address proof for change of residential address the deadline is the same for change of functional constituency. Check your particulars on voterinfo.gov.hk. For inquiries, call 2891-1001. the news now with Samantha Butler. The Financial Secretary, Paul Chan, says the government will discuss with the business sector about holding promotional events to attract Hong Kong emigrants to come back and spend money. Appearing on a joint radio phone-in programme a day after releasing his budget, Mr Chan came under criticism from several callers for allowing emigrated residents to receive a $10,000 cash handout. South Korea has reported over 330 new coronavirus cases, taking its total to over 1,500. Its death toll remained at 12. The mainland reported 29 more virus deaths, the lowest in almost a month. And five people have been killed in a mass shooting at a brewery headquarters in the U.S. city of Milwaukee. Local media said the gunman, a former employee who'd been sacked earlier in the day, also died in the incident. I'll have more news at 10 o'clock. Stand by for the brew. Uh, sociology prof from the University of Set and Costume Design, great interpreter of Beethoven. And by oh so shy, quiet and retiring doggy counts, co-founder of Rockefeller Records. Hello. This is a really for adults, it's not really for kids. Yeah, well, 